Welcome to the All Financial Hour podcast with Steve All. Here with Steve All, I'm Jennifer Perry. And if you have some questions for us that you'd like us to address here on the podcast, we love hearing from you. You can always find us online and drop us that email through our website at yourmoneymattersstl.com. There's a new report from Fidelity, Steve, that warns that baby boomers as a generation are investing too aggressively. In other words, we have more assets in the stock market than we probably should have at this point. So in your opinion, how much is too much? Well, I look at it, your investments should be based on need, not greed. Yeah. A lot of the baby boomers, we remember the 90s, you know, the returns of 12, 13, 14, 15% on a regular basis. So some of us kind of have the idea that that might be normal, whereas I don't think it is. We look at it and we run the plans and the plans most of the time will work out at five to 6% returns. So I don't have to take a lot of risk to make my retirement plan work. And then I usually ask the question when I got somebody that has the availability to take a lot of risk or they have a very risky portfolio when I do the analysis. I said, one, if the market went up 25%, would it change the way you retire? And they kind of look at me and they say, no, not really. Mm -hmm. And I say, well, what if it lost 25 or 30 percent? Would that change the way you retire? And I'll admit a lot of the people that I talk with, it would not. But it would hit them psychologically very hard. So my question is, why do we want to take the risk? Mm -hmm. And when I start looking at portfolios, it's different Parts of the portfolio can have different types of risk instead of I want 40% or 50% of my money in stock and 50% in bonds. Well, if I've got a Roth account that I'm planning on passing on to my children 20, 30 years in the future, I believe I can be more aggressive with that piece of money. Now, if I need X number of dollars per year to live off of, I want to be a lot more conservative with that money. If I have assets that are after tax, I prefer those to be more stock related because there are advantages of owning individual stocks in your after tax or brokerage accounts. Your IRA accounts, I look at controlled growth. Why? Because you're going to have to take required minimum distributions from those things. We don't we want to take some of the volatility out of that. For us, the bond exposure right now, a lot of people are more aggressive stocks because they're, they know that bonds, when interest rates rise, what happens to the value of the bonds? They go down. Yeah. They said, I'm almost guaranteeing locking in a loss. That's why you like to use the fixed indexed annuity. I like the ones that are geared for growth purposes, where there is no cap on the amount of growth that they can have. No cost, no fees, no riders. I don't want all these expenses added to it. Mm -hmm. I'm just doing it for protected growth. If you're out there and you're not sure, let's look at it. Because I think right now, the question that I like to ask is, what are you doing to protect the gains that you've had over the last 10 plus years, and especially last year? Have a retirement question you'd like Steve to address on the podcast? Drop us an email through our website at yourmoneymattersstl.com. A question, Steve, that a lot of retirees ask when they get to retirement is how much can I safely withdraw from my accounts? 
Morningstar's Christine Ben says the long bull market has caused a lot of us, though, to become overconfident about that. The key thing you want to look at in terms of how you are doing is your portfolio spending rate. With portfolio balances enlarged, I think perhaps some retirees have gotten maybe a little bit loose on the spending front. They've seen their portfolios nicely growing, so they've perhaps been taking a little bit more than they otherwise would. Get back to uh, looking at what is a sustainable withdrawal rate for you. This is another area where a financial advisor can be a great help in terms of putting a little bit of science around whatever withdrawal system you're using. Is that what you do, Steve? Use a little bit of science here to help people figure this out? I like to use, you know, planning software might be that little bit of science. And I think that is important to have that written plan that we're looking at and saying, here are our estimated expenses and here is the income that we're going to be generating, you know, and there's there's going to be a gap between those numbers. And how do I fill that gap? You can call it withdrawal rate or anything that you have. And what I like to look at is since I have a written plan, if my plan, I'm just going to use a hypothetical example that says, okay, we are going to need $2,000 a month out of our retirement nest egg to meet our living expenses. So what we usually do at almost every review is we'll ask, how much do you have in checking and savings? You know, and this person, $25,000. Okay, well, three months later, we get back together. You didn't take any withdrawals from your account. I'm going to expect that you're going to be $6,000 less the extra 2000 a month. And if all of a sudden you now have instead of 25, you got 22. Well, are you really spending that $2,000 a month or should we adjust your expenses? Right. And then we also look at it on the opposite side. If you took 6,000 out of your portfolio, the 2000 that we had planned, we went ahead and set up the deal to give you $2,000 a month and we come back and you've got $20,000. Are we spending an extra thousand plus dollars per month or was this a one-time hit because people are really shocked that when we put a plan together and it says your planned expenses are like sixty five hundred dollars per month Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden we just raise it by five hundred dollars how much of a difference that makes in somebody's plan because that five hundred dollars a month with inflation years in the future can really affect your retirement years. So having that number is important because of the effect inflation in the future will make that seem a lot bigger. So we do have to control or at least look at the expenditures at that time. Have a question about this or any other retirement topic? Why not drop us an email through our website? Find us there at yourmoneymattersstl.com. Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast. Catch the full show Saturday at 7 a.m. and 3 p.m. on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Steve All is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The All Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and the All Financial Hour podcast are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Missouri. Insurance license number 8039738.